Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It does not matter a gnat's dick that you killed Abba. What matters is that Otter the Younger has claimed the credit. And should his father die from his wounds, Otter becomes one of the richest men in Wessex, and men will want to praise his bravery. My bravery. Not a gnat's dick. The sun now shines from Otter the Younger's arsehole, and it is blinding. Do you understand me? Good. You are to do penance. To do what? Grovel. You are to dress like a girl, go on your knees, and be humiliated. I won't grovel. Then Elswith gets a wish and I'll pull your guts through your ass. Which will it be? Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a show dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So sit back, relax, and let's see how England was born. My name is Blake, and I don't think I'm groveling. I don't think I'm doing it. I'm not sure if I'm going to go walk through the streets on my knees and uh, just, you know. Listen, if it's that or your innards being pulled out through your bum, I'm groveling. <laughs> I am groveling with Aethelwald's enthusiasm. Hey, you remember his name? This, yeah. Look at you. He's the only new one that I remember. <laughs> 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 but I would do it with his enthusiasm as well as his theatrics. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty pumped to talk about this completely gruesome episode. Ugh, so much death. Um but before we do, we want to thank our friends. JoinTheNerdClan.com. You, of course, voted to make The Last Kingdom with Marion Blake possible. Thank you ever so much. And if you've been thinking about joining at JoinTheNerdClan.com, this is your chance. Join, my friends. Head on over. All right, let's get into the show. All right, this episode was uh, episode number five. We are more than halfway through episode uh, season one, mm-hmm. Mary. There's yep. only three episodes left. Okay. Very excited about that. Uh, this is where it gets good. It gets yeah, this is where, things, this is where yeah. things start to take a turn. This is when things, you know, you've had your inciting incident. You've you've had your plot mechanics. You've introduced everybody. Killed a lot of people along the way. Killed a lot of people along the way. And now the story is ready to start taking its foot. And I'm excited about that. For myself, yes, but also for you, because I know, I know that this has not been a struggle necessarily for you, but it's been one of those shows that this would not have been your choice. And I know we've talked about that a couple of times here, but do you find yourself 
uh, leaning, like after this big episode, do you find yourself like ready for more? I'm ready for more. Yeah, okay. I'm officially there. I think, you know, That's what I'm looking I think for. what's weird is that, of course, we're watching it through Netflix and some people were able to be introduced to The Last Kingdom through different, um, through different sh- places yeah it was the, on the BBC, BBC? yeah so when I think Netflix I'm there just to binge like Virgin River <laughs> okay <laughs> I you know I watch like stars is on uh, stars is outlander like I watch certain things on certain networks and I expect like okay this is the mood I'm going in for so when I hear that Netflix logo I'm ready to just like joyfully be swept off into a show that I don't really need to pay attention to and that is not the last kingdom like we no. started that with Shadow and Bone too, right? Like we started Shadow and, and Bone. And I was like, oh, we're this like, is we're not, done. This is not a show I can fall asleep to. Like I'm supposed to pay attention. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts. All right. <laughs> you know, so it's definitely, it's just shifting my mind. But like you said, we, we're here and we're now in episode five. The going has, the, the plot has been pushing forward like a steam train. Yes. And we're ready to go. So we tell me a, a little bit happen. more yeah. about this episode. Yeah. Episode five uh, is directed by Ben Channon. You probably don't know that name no. and that is because he's done a lot of British television mm-hmm. uh, shows that we're probably not that familiar with mm-hmm. so if you are a fan of British television you you may not know his name but you probably know some of the stuff that he's done however however this he does have some American projects that we are aware of uh, one is called The Missing on Stars. That, that sounds scary yeah it is a little scary it debuted in 2016 uh, so he went from uh, The Last Kingdom to The Missing and then now actually Ben Channon has uh, a number of episodes that he directed uh, on a show called The Capture. Apparently, he's very into like two show words, I mean, two word shows. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually debuting on Peacock. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it debuted as we record this uh, four days ago. So okay. if you're uh, if you're a fan of how this was directed, yeah. by the way, which I was, Concur. go check out Ben Channon's work on The Capture on Peacock. Peacock and of course, Peacock. Peacock. I'm from uh, Boston. I know. And uh, uh, hold on, sorry. Your cousin <laughs> from Boston. Peacock. Uh, and of course, peacocks. Uh, once again, written by Chris Bouchard, the showrunner for seasons one through three of The Last Kingdom Marvin, awesome. your shields rating. So, of for course, we five. rate these episodes on a scale to one to five. We ask our friends who are, of course, joining in live to let us know their rating on this episode. I give mine a 4.7. You know, just kind of like staying still the course. You went up, you went up a notch. Okay. You yeah. went up a notch. Like, as you were 4.6 for most of the season I didn't know. so okay. far. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so I'm there. I'm good. Once again, 4.7. Really, really good. Yeah. If that was your grade you got in school out of a five, you're pretty proud of yourself. So still good. Still don't love anybody. And that's Fair okay. Fair enough. I think Father Bianca is going to be the guy that you love. That's what I think. But we, just, you know what the problem is? Haven't had enough of them yet. That's what I was just going to say. I, You know, the, the person I loved in this episode? Older Otter. you know proud of him that's what I'll say I didn't love him but I was proud of him how about you what was your shields rating I'm giving it a 4.8 this is a rare uh, occurrence in Mary and Blake media history Uh, this is you know this happens once in a great moon where I have a higher rating than Mary uh, and I think I've done that this now twice in this this series which is pretty spectacular yeah I'm not gonna lie this would be showing up in your Netflix queue saying this is a show oh, that you would yeah. like. Yeah. Whereas with Mary, it's like, do you want another Hallmark Christmas movie in oh, the middle just, of July? 
No, God, please, no, no. <laughs> no, Michael. No. That's right, Michael. No Sign way. Me up. No. All right. So before we get into the GBGs, we of course wanted to remind you that this episode is not only brought to you by our friends at jointhenerdclan.com, but also at Minute with Mary. If you've been listening to this podcast and you would like to also learn some different makeup tips and tricks, search the hashtag Minute with Mary on Facebook. I would love for you to request to join my VIP group. I share all sorts of free love tips and tricks there. I know if you're watching this video, you're like, Mary, you're a hot mess express. It's okay. It's the middle of summer. My kids are home. Threw in a little lipstick, though. It made me feel a little good about myself. Feeling all fabulous right, <laughs> right now. Right? Um, so check that out. Hashtag Minute with Mary on all forms of social media, but in particular, YouTube and Facebook. All right. GBGs, our goods, our bads, and our greats for this episode. Marvin, what do you got? Ethelwald. Yes. The the drunken kid who Drunk like, got kid kicked out of the monastery. Yep. Just taking one for the team. Like when he just turns to Utra and he's like... I've got this. You, you owe me. Yeah. Oh, so I want to. I want to ask you that. Okay. What is? What? Where is this coming from? Do you think? What do you mean? The, the the you owe me thing. Like what? What does he think he's gonna get from Utrid? And what do you think he means by you owe me? I mean, I kind of think he means nothing. I thought he was kind of joking until later on in the scene when you see him. The camera just kind of like stays on him when mm-hmm. Utrid's talking with the knight. Leo Fritch. and they're like, "Hey, maybe we should just rob everybody. Yeah, like yeah. that'd be wicked fun." And yet, you know, Ethelwald is like out of out of. It seems like he'd be out of earshot, but you're hanging on him. Anyway, my favorite, my my good was Ethelwald taking one for the team. Yep. I don't care that he said you owe me. I loved his theatrical performance, letting Uhtred, who was just absolutely clueless and out of his element, be in the clear. And yep. then Uhtred didn't even have to like kiss the ground or kiss the cross or do anything like that. My bad. <sighs> So much blood. <laughs> so many gross things. I yeah. mean, between the whole like slicing of Achilles heels of Abba. Oh, in. in. Oh, so in. So gross. Um, the- and then just like mauling the the guy who ran Uhtred and Mildred's home. Yep. Um, mauling him with a horse and everything. Listen, to balance this out, like outlanders kind of you know has its has its own gory moments game of thrones has its own gory moments you know i know it balances out what sex if you're gonna have blood and gore i need to have sex and when mildreth and utrid did not have sex while the king was in church because remember when utrid yep. and forgetting her name begins with a b brita um remember there was like the king you had, was you being had a little bit crowned yeah. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, the church yeah, yeah. and then utrid and brita were like whatever we don't do church let's go do what we do you got a little Which rumpy each other. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and I was ready for Uta to be like, okay, he's in church. Well, I know this cool alcove, Mildred. Like, <laughs> I've been there, done the, that before. Yeah, like we can chill there until he's done. Well, you know, technically you did get some rumpy pumpy in this episode. Not the kind that I wanted. It was Oswald saying that it was better than Bali, baby. Better, better than, than Bali. Bali. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yuck. Yuck. Oh, my God. Better, better than that Bali. needs to be a soundbite. Oh, absolutely! Can we have that as a soundbite when there is Rumpy Pumpy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then my great yes. is Utrid. Look oh, at you, man! Really? Way to go! Whoa, whoa! Time out! Time Way out! To go. Time out, Marvin! You, Just being the man, swashbuckling. You were not on the Utrid chain. No, it's not that train. I'm not on the Utrid train. I'm here for it. I don't love him, and I think he's quite naive. Well, that's what I'm getting at. You, you weren't, but, but now all of a sudden he's no. great. This is good. This is good. Is my great. Yeah. I'm like, way to go. And look at you with your stealth moves of like taking pig fat through a forest and lighting it on fire. Right. 
Well done, man. Not bad. Not bad. Still don't know how I feel about you in the sense of like, do you make wise choices all the time? But you made well, wise that, choices that this night. That ending. Well, he didn't make a wise choice by going and telling Arthur, not Arthur. Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, guys. Get like switch it up with these <laughs> letters. Um, <laughs> by telling Alfred like, hey, by the way, I killed Abba and this was all my idea. You're welcome. So see, like he like isn't smart. He is... Um, impatient he's rash and yes and rash and sometimes his ideas work out really really well and i do think he's very strong and i think he has great knowledge of the danes but he has zero knowledge of how to work with the saxons yeah, so none. how about you he's got he's GBG. got no tact no tact none out on tact none <laughs> all right my good is you know me mary i am all for you know it, a lot of people say they don't like the showy things. They don't like the 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 the, the look at me moments when it comes to direction, like the big fancy camera shots and movements. And who are these people? I, I they are they're dead to me <laughs> because because there's nothing like a sh- a look at me moment and say Give look. Give me an at, example of a look at me moment from this episode. Then break it I down. Will, I will tell you okay. uh, that incredible shot of the Saxons who are Uhtred and uh. uh out of the Elder and Leofrich and uh, the other jabroni at, uh, with the, the knights. The knights. Um, they're looking out over. Like, first of all, the shot oh, starts. Sweeping. And, and it, it starts in the cave and it, then yes. it tracks up. And it's like, it looks like a drone shot, you yes. know, obviously. And, and the shot lifts up and then turns around and circles around the Saxons to yes. show the Vikings. And it's not just that it's a cool shot because. It is. It's beautiful. But it gives you a perfect view of exactly what is happening, where they are, where the high ground is, mm-hmm. where the low ground is, where the ships are, where the Saxons are going to be, and that there's this valley that they're going to have to meet at. And it starts by introducing the cave, which they will meet at later on in the episode. It gives you a layout of exactly what you are looking for. And it continues the spectacular direction of this episode. And and keep this in mind. Okay. Because it's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. My bad. My bad all of a sudden is Leah Fritch talking to Fritch. Uh Knight? He's the knight. He's okay. the he's the one that calls him an arsling. arsling. Okay. Um all of a sudden just comes out to to Uhtred and says, yeah, you know what we should do? You know what's a wicked good idea? Let's just go turn around and be bad guys. Let's go be bad guys for like a little bit. I mean, you know, you can't go, you, you can't do it here because, you know, you can't, you, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't mess up your nest, right? No, I mean, I, like learn from the hamsters. You don't poop where you eat. Right. However, a big however, they're going to go out and do it to the Britons, you know, in, in the areas that they are. Okay. All of a sudden, this just comes out of nowhere. Hey. And he might put on a leather jacket, a black leather jacket, and turn bad guy. <laughs> and I, I mean, after all the interactions that Leah Fritch has had this entire time, he's been very like loyal and very like doing the right thing. And like he may not like it, but he still does it. Like, for example, when he protects uh, Otto the Younger against Uhtred and puts the sword next to his in, ne- next to Uhtred's neck and says, hey, OK, stop. Everybody chill out. All of a sudden, he's just been like, "Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go plunder." Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm I've not. Got a, I've got a theory about that. Fair enough. I just feel like this is a big character turn that Can just gets drops like a needle. You, you got just your theory. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me Hate get my. To uh, the end. I know. Good point. Good point. Let me get my, uh, my sound here for you. Okay. Because you, you caught me off guard. I know. Here it is. Because I. Agree. 
character. You've been kind of like trying to be a good guy, do the right thing, you know, making sure like, okay, like let's, let's, let's do the right thing. What if he is being paid by young Otter to get Uhtred in more trouble? Ah, to catch him getting red handed. You know, like once again, I think about the character that he reminds me in Game of Thrones, forgetting his name, but he kind of double, he double crossed um, Tyrion. You know, even though uh, he was yes. friends with Tyrion, he ended up double crossing for for the payment. So, what if Leo Frick, oh Leo Frick with a a Ethelwald? Yep. Because remember, we had that little look. So, what if what if Ethelwald and Leo Frick are in on something? Like, let's get Uhtred in trouble because that will actually help us benefit. And that what, will what help if we're able to out of the younger. Yes, yep. and then we can get some money and we can get some clout in society if we're able to get Uhtred in trouble. Mary, Mary, you know what you deserve. What. Absolutely, good hey, job, good thinking. That is that is some that's some slithering thinking of, from it's you. Out of character, from what we you're a wizard, Harry. Good job, excellent okay. job. What's All your right. great? My great though, my great is of course the direction of the fight scene between Abba and Uhtred. Everything about it is spectacular. It's so gross. Uh, first, it being uh, the two fighting in front of the burning ships, like that is chef's kiss. I mean. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, the direction for the entire fight scene, you knew exactly where you were. You knew where the placement was. You could feel the intensity. Uh, Abba just screaming. Yeah! <laughs> um, and, and then the practical effects of the of the Achilles heel, like that's a practical effect. Well, you know, it's funny because there was that shot of Abba having no shoes on and like seeing his bare feet. And, yeah. you know, even Utrecht is like, don't want to get some clothes on or shoes on or something. Yep. And we see his bare feet. Yep. And had Abba had proper boots on, probably wouldn't have happened. Probably wouldn't have been that bad. But lastly, I think the most important part of this entire fight scene, aside from the fight scene, is the conclusion of the fight scene. That being when Utrid finally uh, defeats Abba and he gives him his axe, his axe and he walks away, his axe too, um, he walks away and he realizes, oh, wait, hold on, all these Vikings are here. That um, wasn't the easy button I thought it was going to be. This is going to be bad news. I probably should have run when that like one brunette guy saw me. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the shot of Uhtred backing up and then out of the darkness, mm-hmm. the Saxon army comes and he disappears into the darkness. The Saxon army moves forward. You hear you hear um, a shield wall. You hear kill the bastards and the whole thing. And, and Uhtred just takes like a big deep breath in and it, the visual language of this is telling you Uhtred is now one of them. Yes. And he can and now rest. Safe. And uh, he can now move on to his Saxon upbringing. Mm-hmm. And okay, this is the whole deal. But then it is totally undone and juxtaposed by what happens to him later on in the episode when he has to grovel. So when when I'm talking about the direction, I'm talking about theme, I'm talking about the art, the artistic value, the actual placement of the cameras, the, the camera movements. This show is so well-directed that it's one of the most well-directed shows I've seen. Wow. Absolutely. Like, 
without snaps a snaps to that. The only thing I will say though, Mary, is the inconsistency in the lighting. It, uh, and actually, Ugh. you were the one who called I this even out. pointed it out. So I want you to talk about this. Okay. So when young and old otter, which I'm just going to call them otter because yeah, I don't care. that's fine. They're overlooking the the area to see if Uhtred has lit the ships on fire and. Young Otter even says it's almost daybreak. Yeah. Okay, so we should understand the light that should be going on. And if there were fires near them, if they're, you know, if they had fires near the tents and near their setup or whatever, it should have had more of a fiery orangey glow. Young Otter and Old Otter, as they're looking out, realizing, yes, Utra, in fact, did set the ships on fire. They are lit up with as white of a light of sunlight. <laughs> and it just is so bright that it yeah. doesn't make you think this is happening at nighttime. This is in the yeah. middle of the night. Or... It's Artificial. That it is, but it's still like lit by something that would have made sense at this kind of campsite. Right. That they what they're had. trying to mimic is moonlight, really. That's what it comes down <laughs> that to. Was, no, but it was like straight in their face, yeah. not from above. It it looked like it was two o'clock in it the was, afternoon. It was well lit. However, you're right. It it is inconsistent. Too it's too well lit. It should have been darker. Now, are you going to be talking like I wasn't feeling that way though when Uhtred was in the camp. Right. It, it felt different yes. because there was the the yellow hues from the yes. fires and there was a little smattering of moonlight, almost like it was refracting off of the off water, of the lake or yeah. the water or whatever. That made sense to me. Uh, but the way that you're right, that, that young and old otter were and for me to notice it. Yeah, that's mm. that's pretty telling. That is pretty telling. So go back and watch that if you get a chance <laughs> and see the the inconsistencies in the lighting. Right. Um, you know, Mary, you talked about not liking anybody quite yet, and we we discussed uh, we discussed what's his name, um, Father Bianca. But I want to get your take on Mildreth. What okay. is your take on Mildreth? Are you are you in or are you out? tell you who run the world girls. girls like why is nobody listening to Mildred she's saying all the right things to Uta she's saying you just need to calm down you need to not run into church yep. um you know just like Brita I mean I don't love the queen but she's running the world too mm-hmm. you know it she was able to like oh, yeah. fa- you know, fan that fan that flame so I don't love Mildred but I'm proud of her I'm proud of this young woman. I mean, she looks so young to you're sitting there and you're seeing her in comparison. She looks like she's 18. Yes. Yes. And she might be, you know, in in this show. Um, She just looks so young and still like innocent of heart and kind and genuine and is able to stand up to Uhtred, even though like he's just come back and everyone thought he was dead. You know, I'm, I'm proud of Mildred. I just... I don't think she's long in this world. I don't think she's long for this world either. I'm Mm-mm. telling you, something you know, something probably gonna get sick or something. She'll get sick or you know, step on a something. I think something like tragic, but not necessarily being killed. Yeah, is like not necessarily anybody's fault. Yeah, and that will like bit by a snake. Yeah, and that will play into that whole thing of. Uh, like that. that. <gasps> Does Uhtred's baby get sick too? Do both Uhtred's baby and wife die from oh, sickness? Oh, that is... So sad. Are you traveling through all this rain and all that? I know they got a canopy. Well, well, then he's free to travel. Because let's be real. If you've got a wife and a baby, you really can't be like switching sides every other episode. Am I a Dane? Am I a Saxon? Am I a Dane? I'm a Saxon. And he wants to go on this big journey. I'm sorry, buddy. You settled down. Yeah. You you, you got what you got. I bet you his wife and baby are going to get sick and die. Or like get burned. <gasps> oh my god, if the Danes come and burn his family like his other family was burned. There you go. Look at me 
company just dropping bombs. All, all of the Destiny like series. Story, be- like story's going to rev everybody up and be like, let's burn his family. Mary. I'm telling you, watch out. Watch out, Meldrith, with your fire red hair. I know. What happens, though? I mean, like... Utrud, son of Utrud. I, like, okay, so they're they're at their house, and... You can't have a baby on a show like this. They cry. You can't travel apparently, with apparently them. Apparently, you can on The Walking Dead. <laughs> Quietest didn't have, baby ever. Yeah, but they didn't have pacifiers back then. Utrud can't be, like, making secret maneuvers. I don't think what either was her of name? them... Charlotte? Was that her name, Baby Charlotte? I don't even care about I, I, the Walking Dead baby because she was so fake to me. No baby's that quiet. <laughs> Zombie would have, would have eaten you. Sorry, but that's my feelings on Mildred. I like her. She's not long for this world. I think she does definitely die by the end of the season, and I think the baby dies Well, too. let's talk about the big thing here, which is Uhtred's treatment of Oswald. I mean, better I mean, than Barley is one thing, but... You know, when you go and... He you, warned him. He, he, he said, my home is not your home. Next time I catch you... You treat me like a fool again, I'm going to kill you. Hey. And you know what? I'm not mad at him. What's that thing like, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame, shame on, on me. me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think I felt bad because this guy did get smoked and it, a horse stomped on him. And is it a little much... For you know, selling trees, probably. Like, but he did get a warning, and I don't think I'm mad about. It. Like, I know people are going to look at this and say, "Oh, Utrid's bad," or Utrid made a bad choice. He probably was a bad choice. Could have made a better choice. Could have rethought. Could have rethought that. I, I also think though he's kind of setting the stage because if Oswald was stealing when they were gone, Utrid's gone a lot. Okay, who knows how much these people are stealing? And he has a lot of debt. Not saying it's the right thing. Murder is not a right thing. No. I live in 2021. I'm not saying if someone steals from me that I'm going to like run over them with a horse. <laughs> but what I am saying is that like this is his livelihood. He has a massive debt. He has to take care of now his wife and his child. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a good feeling about Oswald from the get go. Yep. Then he catches him having sex in his bed. Are you kidding me? I would have fired him right then and there. Yeah, and yet that he gave been it. them the benefit of the doubt, and now he's stealing from him. And Lord knows he's been stealing from him all along. Yeah, I think HR would have been proud of him until the death moment. <laughs> HR would have been okay. You know, I think he just did like what a Dane would do at that moment. Yeah, and that's when he's showing his his Dane routes roots. And Mildred will have a problem with this, though. I gotta have a problem with this, and. It, it's almost hard not to blame Uhtred, not just because he won him at the beginning of the episode after it was better than Bali, right? But also because he, Uhtred just went through this le- legitimately traumatizing walk through town, getting food thrown at him and mud and probably cow crap. And, like, what, and then wasn't given the due diligence that he actually killed the most famous warrior right. of the Danes. Yeah, and he did it. Yes. And not only did, did he have to go through this, but there were members of the Saxons that Uhtred actually truly undeniably trusts, which is Father Bianca and Leo Fritsch. Uh, and if you wanted to make a case for the other jabroni knight, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I apologize. But the one who talks about how the sun's shining from yes. young otter's arse. Yeah. Like, they all know what went down. Yeah. And yet none of and them And none of them stand up. up. None of them speaks up. Uh, Father Bianca wasn't there, but regardless. But he has no friends. He's got no, he's got nobody to have his back. Yeah. Like, these people that he trusts, and they are very few. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are just like, okay, even Father Bianca's like, now you got to kiss the cross. Like, 
what kind of betrayal is that? And there is a total rejection of all things Saxon, whether it be kissing the cross and asking for forgiveness, or or it is, um, what's it called? Um, the baptism? Bapti- baptizing his kid. Or even then, uh, rejecting his wife, saying he's going to go whoring because he loves kids. Like, um, theme of the episode. I, hey, you know what? Not a bad theme. If I'm going to pick one. I, if I'm going to pick one. No, I mean, it actually wasn't the theme of this episode, Blake. No, it wasn't. Murder was. <laughs> That's true. But how far can you go? How Double far? How was. far are you willing to go? Um, I, I would suggest that's probably I one of these things. I wouldn't go that far. And that's the problem. Like, it, Uhtred, ugh. I just don't know. The other thing, if Mildred isn't dead, I wonder if Mildred, like, runs off with young Otter. Uh, if this just pushes her away and she's like, you know what? We can just tell everybody that this is your baby. Yeah, good point. You know, that gets crazy. I don't want to stay in his house. He does crazy, terrible things. Uh, so this episode, I think, is just an incredible uh, visual episode. Agreed. And And it, it continues on with the tradition, I think, of the of the... Um, of the direction mm-hmm. and the in the cinematography or the 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 photography the direction of the photography like the lighting and everything, mm-hmm. I think it continues on with that mode. But I think there are a number of small items that I would love to just reference and just get your thoughts on. Okay, um, Leo Fritsch is I think my favorite character. Uh, whether okay. he drops the the perfect arsling mm-hmm. um, comment every once in a while, it's just. Perfect placement every single time. Um, and then he says to Uhtred, wow, you're back and, and uh, you're back from the dead and still unchanged after he assaults yes, young, uh, otter. young otter. Uh, and he's like, all you had to do was get off your horse and ask, hey, where's my wife? Have you seen my wife? Like, where you been? Um, and then he also does, again, the, the right thing in protecting Young Otter, going up to Uhtred, putting the the, 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 sword. the sword right next to his neck, and says, "Listen, back up, because we got it. What are we doing here? Yeah, you know what are we doing? Um, I love this character. Do you love him as much as I do, or not? Listen, man, when you love somebody that much, you're not supposed to. Good the point. People that are right there in your face, and you're like, "Oh my god, you're my fit." Nope, nope. <laughs> I don't trust him. But that's kind of why I like the character because well, he is very much Bron. Yeah, good for you, Slytherins. Unite. Like whatevs. No thank you. No nothing, Jones. I'm still sticking with Father Bjorka. Yep. Uh, sure. Fair enough. Uh, Abba screaming at Uhtred. All in. Uh, in at, at the negotiation. If I was a Dane, I think I would have been Abba. You totally would have been Abba. <laughs> Absolutely, because like, Abba towers over people, yes. and you would you would absolutely tower over I would. people, screaming your face yeah. off. Uh, yeah, absolutely I don't need shoes. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Whatevs, man. <laughs> give him I, a shield, though. Let's be fair. Like, yeah. give him a shield. Let him have a sword. It's fine. Yeah, I got this. Uh, I, you know, the funny thing is, I thought that Uta was gonna take his shoes off too, uh, to like match him, so that there's no. They no, did that. So no, that you, I, know, yeah. okay. I know. I know. I um, know. But. I think that the moment that Abba screams at Uhtred in the, in the negotiation cave area, in the cave yeah. area, I feel like it was unscripted. Because when you look at Alexander Draymond's like reaction, reaction. Uhtred's reaction to 
Uh, but he's, he's almost like choking back a laugh. Yeah, like, like oh my god! But a genuine, genuine, <laughs> genuine laugh. I think he got spat on. I don't think it was the yelling. Yeah. I think it was being spat on yeah. from from Uba. Uh, and you see him like kind of wipe it. And granted, it's genuine with would be genuine within the characters with Uba screaming and Uhtred kind of chuckling it off. But I think that that was an authentic thing that happened. I think Uba spat on him. The actors who portray them. Yeah. And yeah, you see him you just like backstabbing. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you are into this, man. Calm. I know you like method acting, bro, but calm I mean, down. This is the next level. <laughs> um, and in that scene, there's also a great line where Uhtred says, Abba is the greatest warrior I've ever mm-hmm. seen. And that is perfect because not only do we get this characterization of Abba when he's screaming and they're doing the whole yelling and, and in Uhtred is purposely jabbing him, yep. but you get the weight of what happens mm-hmm. later on when Uhtred finally does take Abba down and you recognize, holy smokes. Uhtred's a big deal. That's a big deal mm-hmm. what this happens. And the amount of respect that Uhtred has for Abba you know, he's the closest thing that to, to a king that the Danes have at this yes. moment. And he should be buried with his, with his axe. axe. And, you know, and of course, he's not, by the way, oh, which young otter man. Like, what are you going to do with that axe? It's all covered in blood. You're probably just going to like throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of young otter, there is also this uh, great line between Uhtred and older otter. Uh if you if this succeeds, Lord, you will have saved Wessex. I like this because it sets up the confrontation between Uhtred and Otta the Younger. Because Uhtred was okay with Otta the Elder just having the having the credit for saving Wessex by doing this maneuver of uh, firing the ships. There's going to be a, 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 a fight, and if they win... Otta the Younger, even though he was so indecisive, mm-hmm. um, and that that great tension when of the decision of do I invade or not, do I leave, do I listen to my kid, do I listen to Uhtred, uh, he was okay with Otta the Elder having mm-hmm. the credit. But Otta the Younger, he is absolutely not okay. okay. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Is that a character flaw? Is that something that... It's just because it's Otter the Younger and he wants to piss him off. I mean, that's what I think. I think it's just like, whatever, it's Younger Otter. Like, that's what you get. Yep, got it. You get what you get. Um, lastly, uh, another thing that the show does is that it trusts its audience. And I'm so happy that it does. Um, because it's showing the pig fat and it's showing the pig heads and how it's all coming down and using the intestines and the fat and the grease and everything and how that is used. And when you put water on it, it erupts mm-hmm. uh, when it's, when it's, a when it's a grease fire. Yeah. Um, and you're watching this and you're watching the, the people tend to the fires as mm-hmm. they're waiting and like they're, it's the waiting game. And then all of a sudden, I remember Mary being like, why are we, what is this? Like, what does this yeah. mean? What are we doing? Why are we watching this fire moment? Um, and then, of course, it does show up later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that this show trusts its audience. He doesn't say, this is what I'm going to do. Right. I watch the pig fat. And when you add water to the burning pig fat, it actually makes a bigger mess. Right. He doesn't have to say any of that. I really like that. I really Agreed. like that because um, in, in in shows that were not confident in its storytelling, it would have been like he, he here's a lesser show, 
a lesser show shows this. And then Leah Fritch comes up and says, hey, what are you going to do? Well, you know, I was just watching this lady and she put this thing over there and that, that's how I'm going to do this. Because obviously they're going to want to put water on it and, and the whole thing's going to go over. It would have had that exposition, mm-hmm. moment, that, that expository moment. And we don't get that. We just yep. see the action. And again, it's showing you that Uhtred is rash. He's making these decisions. Just Not always. Like, but sometimes can be has the potential to be. Well, I mean, this is a rash uh, decision. Like he's going down to the ships behind the enemy lines and gonna light these things on fire without with with zero abandon. Like he's just gonna show up, light them on fire, and hope that the Saxons show up. Yeah, well, that yeah. Like that's a rash decision. That is. I'm thinking the the thought of like I'm gonna burn these and then they're gonna I know they're gonna put water on it. I thought that was well thought out. Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about in this episode, Marvin? Um. I yeah, because I took a couple little wee bits of notes. Okay. Um, what do you got? Yeah. As I said, I liked that Ethelwald. I just, I just, I just was. Give him a solid. I don't want to be his best friend. I don't trust him whatsoever. But I just thought, you know what? You're entertaining. You've annoyed me in all these other episodes. But um, I see where it's going on. I did like the humor in this episode. Yes. You know, that was dropped by the other night, the night that we just don't know his name. Bless his little heart. The sun shines out of Otter, the younger's arsehole, and it is blinding. <laughs> you know? It, it is blinding. The way that he, uh, he he enunciates it is great. Yes, and it is blinding. <laughs> um, and I... I loved seeing older Otter when you were talking about that drone shot coming from above and how he's yep. wearing this like beautiful blue, kind of like a cobalt blue um, cape. And it almost made me think of like Mother Mary yep. or whatever. Um, you know, just like, oh, this is a good guy. And I just thought like, oh, he's going to he's going to stand by his word. He has to stand by his word. And yep. he did. Uh, Wolf here is uh, is the knight's name. Um you know, another thing that I have here too is Alfred. Like I am not I'm not in love with Alfred. Uh however, when Uhtred does walk into church and he shows up and he does draw his sword. And again, this is talking about his rash decision making. Shows his shoulder. I mean, he's not trying to like threaten no, but the he king. Un- he unsheathes his sword. Yes, and he doesn't know you're him. not supposed to do that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the punishment that Alfred gives is too much for Uhtred? Uh, the, no. A man who is supposed to be an elderman, a man who is supposed to be his oh. ally, and who has done nothing but prove... His I think it was a proper punishment. You really? came in here with all these people, and it's my quiet time in my church. You could have waited five minutes. You could have at least come in and been like, excuse me. You don't have to come in and blow everything all up and take out your sword. No, I think him having to do the go through the streets and get food thrown at him is perfectly fine. Do you now at the end of this episode there is a final conclusion made by Uhtred that what he has done to Oswald now that is justice. Is it an injustice what Alfred does, and is it okay to juxtapose that kind of injustice against the justice that uh, that Uhtred finally I think does? Alfred doesn't realize that Uhtred is a queen uh, chess piece. I think Alfred sees Uhtred as like a rook. 
You know, like yeah. your basic, or maybe an annoying night. Like, oh God, I just don't know which way you're going to go. Like, I do not think- Do I think, do the one move up and three left? Or do I do the three? Like, what are, we like doing? what are we doing with this one? <laughs> so I just don't think he realizes the power and the magnitude of Uhtred. And it doesn't help that Uhtred isn't given the credit for defeating Abba, for coming up with yeah, this idea. Yeah. I think if he really did know the truth, if any of those people spoke up, if any of the Saxon warriors spoke up, then Alfred probably would have handled things differently. But for right now, it's like, I don't know how you survived. Remember, yeah. because you were, yeah. you were, like, they even ask that, you know, like how, yeah, I think it's Older Otter says, you come to me uh, when you're thinking it's clear, uh, come to me when you're thinking it's clear and explain to me why you're still breathing. Yeah. And stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, why are you here? So, you know, for Alfred to even be like, you're alive, you shouldn't be, because everyone else was killed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you got up. And I don't know why you're here. But everyone else said that they fought, they killed Abba, and they've been here for an extra day. So, hi. Yep. Why are you showing up in my church with the sword out? So I don't think it was unreasonable for him to do what he ended up doing to to Uhtred. Uh, Uhtred. Okay. Uh, last question I have for you is what is going to happen with all of Ubba's men? Does Guthrum stay, come up and uh, into the power vacuum and um, and lead um, excuse me, Ubba's, Ubba's men into battle and uh, do the thing that he needs to do to take over all of Saxony? Uh, not Saxony, but the Saxons in Wessex? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure what happens if Gotham does that or not. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> that is an old YouTube. Yes. That That's an old YouTube uh, pull right there. Good job, Mary. Good job. You know what? I will even give you this. Nerd! You're welcome. Uh, anything else you'd like to say about this episode? Nope. All right. Well, we have, in fact, given you, I think, three or four destined to be theories <laughs> of the weeks. No, no. We gave we gave three. Mildred's going to be burned in a house with her baby, possibly, or yep. like killed somehow, you know, like dead. Just yeah. goodbye. You got to go. Um, Leo Frick is double crossing. And yeah. And that's that scoop. And then there was another one, too. I know there was oh, another one. And that, yeah, that the, the, the Danes are going to come and burn... Uhtred's wife. Yeah, but there was another Maybe. one after that, too. I can't oh, remember what I it forget. is. But since we've given you two or three, um, I think we'll, we will just cut the episode <laughs> okay. uh, at the end here. Are you ready to close out? I am. Let's do it. I'm proud show. of myself for actually hearing theories. I, uh, you know what? Oddly enough, Mary, again, is finding her footing with this show. But do you know how often she has theories for other shows? Never. Zero. Zilch. It never happens. But for a show that she's still finding her footing... We're getting a lot of good theories, Marvin. You've given me like three or four gems. Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> All right, let's close it out, shall we? Yes. much for of course tuning in to this the last kingdom with mary and blake we of course want to thank our beloved members at jointhenerdclan.com for making all this possible and for supporting this mom and pop podcast if this podcast brings you joy you can join for as little as two dollars a month it truly makes a huge difference you know we, we run this whole studio and our and our site and everything so just know that your contributions really, really mean the world to Blake and I. Just want to say also to go to maryandblake.com to check out all the great podcasts that we have going on actively right now. We have OutlanderCast going on. We have the Potterverse going on. We have this one and the MCU Diaries. For those of you who are fans of the MCU Diaries, 
taking a little bit of a break, even though Loki has uh, finally concluded. And it's just because we have some things got going some on here. Going we got on. some health stuff happening here, and we got, we only have so much bandwidth. So, uh, thank you for your patience as it relates to the MCU Diaries. But do go to MaryAndBlake.com and check us out on all of our social media. We have some great new video stuff that Mary is putting together that we're very proud of. Slowly. Very slowly putting together. Oh yeah. Don't get your hopes up too much, but definitely make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Of course, all these videos do go up on on YouTube as well, but you're going to want to make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, we do have an exclusive Facebook community. Yes. Just search Mary and Blake and request to join that group. We would love to have you. And on that note, ladies and gents, my name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. (laughs) That was quite. (laughs) That was, that was a little, you know, it was emphatic. It was very emphatic. <laughs> Destiny is all. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.